This morning, I just wanted to share a real simple message. And I think sometimes it's the simple things that we can move past and forget. And the title of my message, if you want to take any notes, is this. God is like Jesus. God is like Jesus. See, what did we hear in that awesome story that Sarah brought to us this morning? We heard this line over and over again. Jesus did and Jesus loved to show us how the Father loves. Jesus said and Jesus loved to show us how the Father loves. Jesus served and Jesus loved to show us how the Father loves. You see, this morning, I want to say this, that Jesus Christ is perfect theology. Jesus Christ is perfect theology. Whatever your thoughts this morning, today, are about God, whatever images or impressions you have walking in this morning about who the God is that you serve, I want to challenge us this morning and say that if it doesn't fit with who we see in the person of Jesus, then perhaps it's time to let it go. Perhaps it's time to let it pass. In John 1, verse 14 and 18, it says this, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God. I just want to pause there. This is John, one of the disciples writing this. He's a man that knows his scriptures. He's a man that is soaked in the Torah and the prophets. And he knows that Moses himself asked, show me your glory, Lord, and glory passed by him. The Lord showed Moses who he was. And yet he says this, no one has ever seen God. Now, why would he say that? He would say that because of what follows. But the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. It's as if John is saying this, compared to the revelations, guys, that you've had earlier about who God is, it doesn't compare to what we see in the person of Jesus. When Jesus shows up, you're now starting to get it. This is what God is like. And I love the message translation. It, it sort of doesn't mess around. It says this, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes. The one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son. Generous inside and out. True from start to finish. No one has ever seen God, not so much as a glimpse. This one-of-a-kind expression, God expression, who exists at the very heart of the Father, has made him plain as day. You see, Jesus shows us what God is like. Jesus shows us what God is like. The character of Jesus and the character of the Father and the Spirit are one. Jesus is not the gracious God that saves us from the monster God. Jesus is God, and he shows us what God is like. And this is really what the incarnation is all about. God taking on flesh. You know, for the younger ones in the room, who is Jesus? 
Shout out your answer. Who's Jesus? Son of God. Who's Jesus? Messiah. Yep. All good answers. And there's my son taking the mic. (laughs) But as well as Messiah and Son of God, Jesus is God in a bod. Jesus is God in a bod. Like, Jesus is God in a body. And when we see him, we see what God is really like. In Psalm 145 verse 8, it says this, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And if we thought, well, that's King David, but he was a bit sloppy. I mean, the guy had an affair. I mean, come on. Like, he wasn't that, he wasn't that familiar with who God was. Well, let's take it back to Mo, Moses. When God shows up to Moses, when, when Moses is like, come on, show me your face, God. Like, I want to know who you are. The Lord passes Moses by, and as he does so, he says this, the Lord, the Lord God, is compassionate and gracious. Oh, does that sound familiar? Yeah, that's... That's what King David's quoting in Psalm 145. Slow to anger, abounding in loving devotion and faithfulness, maintaining loving devotion to what? A thousand generations. This is what God is like. Now, is this the God of your understanding today? I don't want to assume. I know for me, sometimes my view of God has been tainted tainted by my upbringing, by my own father, you know, a good, good dad overall, but not perfect. For you, maybe your view has been tainted by an absent parent, someone that wasn't there for you when you needed them. Maybe your view of God has been tainted by a militant or sort of authority figure pastor, obviously not Martin, he's a good guy. But maybe you've had even an abusive parent or someone that you wanted to trust but let you down. You see, when we come into this world, like these guys up the front, our view of God comes from our parents. It comes from those who we should be able to trust. Okay. But you know what? In John 14, even Philip, who is one of the twelve, He's one of the disciples. He's the guys, these, these are the guys that are hanging out with Jesus 24-7 for three years. <laughs> and it's quite funny. I mean, I think there's a bit of humor in the Bible, we've got to admit. And it's like Philip, having had all this time with Jesus, says, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. And I feel like Jesus is almost standing there perplexed going, Philip, don't you, don't you know me? Even after I've been among you all this time, such a long time, Do you not know? Like anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak of my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You know, if we have a view of God that is inconsistent, with who we see in the person of Jesus, then maybe we need to let it go. Whether that be, God is disappointed in me. God is angry at me. Or, even perhaps worse, God has abandoned me. 
whatever it is, does that thought or image line up with this Jesus guy? I love these words by Brian Zand, a pastor and theologian. He puts it well. God is like Jesus. God has always been like Jesus. There's never been a time when God was not like Jesus. We have not always known what God is like. But now we do. Now we do. Colossians 1 verse 15 says this, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. For God was pleased to have all his fullness, all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. You know, growing up, I struggled. I struggled to reconcile the God that I thought I saw in the Old Testament with the God that I saw in the New. Anyone ever been in that boat? No, maybe just me. Um, I really struggled. I, I struggled to put that together. And I think, not even really knowing it, as an eight-year-old kid inviting Jesus into my heart, I was doing it out of fear. I did not do it out of this revelation of how much God loves me. I was doing it to secure a ticket to the good place and to escape the flames of the bad place. And yet, as I've grown up, as I've looked at the face of Jesus, I have seen that that is God. That is God with skin on. And you know, I'm not saying we can't and shouldn't wrestle with texts that are difficult in the Old Testament. We have to, right? It's all God's word. It's all inspired. The flood narrative. And when we see the inhabitants of Canaan being wiped out, and when we see, you know, verses like dash a baby's head against the rock, like, whoa, what's going on there? So I'm not suggesting we take those out. But I am saying this morning that perhaps our theology, our thoughts about God need to go through Jesus again. That maybe we need to hold Jesus at the center of everything we think and say and believe about God. You see, John 1 verse 4 says this in verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. You see, as an eight-year-old little boy, fear was running the show. It wasn't love. It wasn't love inspiring that commitment to Jesus that day. But perfect love casts out fear. What if, what if, our image, our views of God, we're not supposed to be Jesus coming in line with the Old Testament, but the Old Testament coming in line with Jesus. What if Jesus Christ, the image of the invisible God, 
was supposed to set right some of the images floating around in our heads. See, I sort of said it in different words, but I'll say it again. Jesus is not the kind, compassionate, new and improved model of God that saves us from the vengeful, angry, original model. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The unfolding revelation of the Godhead that we get through the life, teachings, and work of Christ ought to be the prism, so to speak, that the tensions we might hold about God is like can go through. As Jesus in John 5 said, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He only does what he sees the Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son does also. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. How might our view of God today change if we truly believed that everything Jesus said and did was an imitation of what Father God was saying and doing? I want to end with this picture. When you see a sales rep out and about town in the supermarket stacking the shelves with their product, you know, you know without a doubt that that person is not just doing whatever feels best. Like, yeah, I feel like playing with the yogurts today. They are there with strict instructions, following, following the will of the company that they work for. And Jesus is saying this. And it's a bad metaphor because at some point Jesus is not here to sell us something. But you get the picture. Jesus is there. And when he shows up, he says, everything I'm doing, guys, I'm doing because I see the Father doing it. Everything I'm saying, I'm saying because I see the Father saying it. And so, today, can we hear this truth again? God is like Jesus. God is like Jesus. And how, how is your view, how is your picture of God this morning need to maybe take that in just a little bit deeper this morning? Just for a moment, close your eyes. Kids, keep doing what you're doing. It's beautiful. Close your eyes this morning, and I just, I just want to pray a prayer. I just want to ask, Holy Spirit, won't you come? Won't you come, Lord, and show us again? who God really is, what he is like. And Lord, if here today we have a picture that's not right, that needs to be set right by you, Jesus, then come now and do it, Lord. If there's a parent lurking in the background of our hearts that our view of God is coming through, then come, Jesus, and change that. If there is some authority figure, teacher, leader that abused us or mistreated us and our view of God is, is coming through that lens, then Lord, change it. Jesus, may we see in your face this morning the eyes and the heart of God our Father. Come.
and just bring us to a more perfect picture of who you really are today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.